Hello. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Katie. And this is One Kiss Means Forever. This is the podcast where you might have had a dream in your heart and then you move on from that dream, but then other people kind of go, hey, you got a dream and also let's get together because um, we're in love. Anyway, uh, we are a podcast that talks about all of the great things and what the fuck things that happen in uh, made-for-TV romances, the kinds that you find on Hallmark, Netflix, Lifetime, all that jazz. What do we got today, Hannah? So today we are talking about a Hallmark movie that aired on January 7th, 2017, called Love on Ice. And I feel like this one doesn't come up very often. Yeah. Do you feel that way? Okay. Yeah. Um, no, I do. Like, I feel like this one, I don't know, like never gets re-aired or, or I, I don't know. It's weird. Anyway, here's here's the synopsis. Former figure skating champion Emily James, now 27 years old and considered a relic in the world of figure skating, gets an improbable shot to reclaim skating glory when a young coach sees greatness in her. Together, they find their love of skating goes far beyond the ice. And it stars Julie Berman and Andrew Walker. Yeah, Andrew Walker. So... Emily James, played by Julie Berman, has always loved figure skating. While she no longer competes, since she dropped out to care for her dying mom eight years ago, she still trains like she still does, and she also teaches young children. Uh, one of her students, Nikki, might be the next big figure skating sensation, so Nikki's mom has gotten her a real coach to help prepare for regionals. Andrew Walker plays Spencer, that coach. When he first arrived in town, he recognizes Emily from her skating days as his waitress at the cafe. He immediately is drawn to her as she was one of the best skaters at the time and then just disappeared. And when he learns that she's at the rink all the time and used to work with his trainee, he's all about them working together and like being a team. Mia, Nikki's mom, is not thrilled about how much of Spencer's attention is on Emily. She wants him focusing on her daughter and getting her daughter to the Olympics eventually. But Spencer wants to encourage the love of the sport regardless of winning, and Nikki is liking his style. But Mia is keeping him on in a probationary way. She's okay with Emily helping out in theory, but maybe not so much in actual practice. Spencer convinces Emily, with Nikki's blessing, to start training for regionals herself. He lets her know that she's, you know, still got it. She's still an amazing skater. So he starts to train both skaters at the same time. That is until Mia calls him on his focus and Nikki informs her mother that Emily is also training because Mia was kept in the dark. So Mia tells Spencer that he has to choose and when he essentially doesn't, she takes that as him choosing Emily. Even though it's not what Nikki wants, her mother marches her away and gets her a new coach. Nikki's new coach, Leslie, happens to be Emily's former coach from eight years ago. And Emily thinks that she is bad news bears for Nikki. But what can she do? She's working with Spencer, who informs her that he can't work the way Mia wants, plus Nikki is good enough to succeed without him. 
He teams up with Hildy, Emily's surrogate mom, uh, to hold a fundraiser so Emily can take some time off work to focus on training. And he sets up a comeback interview for Emily. But Leslie gets to the reporter first, informing her that Spencer is working with Emily as a career boost and that they also have a romantic relationship. When the reporter brings that up in the interview, both Emily and Spencer are shocked because it's not really true. Right. Um, And Emily decides to quit. When Spencer finds her to explain, he tells her that he does want there to be something more than their coach and skater relationship. Um, But, you know, nothing has happened at that point. Right. It's just the feels. Yeah. He's caught the feels and he's acknowledging that he caught the feels. Yeah. Nikki finds Emily out on a run and lets her know that she is quitting skating too. Skating is no longer fun for her. So Emily and Nikki go to the rink and just have fun. You know, no moms, no coaches, just the love of the skate and having fun together. Both Spencer and Mia see them, and Mia realizes that Spencer and Emily were a much better fit for Nikki. So the original plan is back on, with Spencer coaching both of them. When Leslie shows up, she's informed her services are no longer needed. At regionals, Emily decides that she doesn't need to skate, as it's Nikki's time to shine. But Nikki will not hear this. She's like, absolutely not. Uh, you, You make me better kind of deal. So they both skate. After the short program, they are tied for first. And then they each do their free skate, which goes well for both. When Emily is coming off the ice, Spencer meets her with a single red daisy, just like her mom used to do, you know, because he's now her support system. Mm. Um, And the two ladies get first and second place. Emily gets second because, again, it's Nikki's time to shine and she's a baby. And babies can do more on ice than (laughs) 27-year-olds. I loved that part where she's like, wow, this feels a lot different than it did when it was six, when I was 16. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, continuing on, finishing this up. Having proved to herself that she can do it, it is unclear if Emily continues to try and compete. She goes back to her home rink with Spencer to skate for the love of it. And on the ice, they kiss. And since one, one kiss, kiss means forever. forever. Spencer will do all his coaching from there, whether it is Emily, Nikki, or another skater, and maybe in time, Emily will become a coach as well. But the pressure on their kids to be good skaters is going to be quite high, so we feel bad for them. <laughs> right. Can you imagine being the uh, uncoordinated child of two like professional figure skating people? Mom, I want to be a scientist. <laughs> no. <laughs> so funny but you know statistically probable there's one that's like i don't fit in this family i don't care about finger skating i don't want my kid to be a musical theater kid honestly because i don't want to drive them to rehearsals and also i want them to be a scientist (laughs) i want them to i want my kid to to fix global warming so that would be amazing yeah i just want to be able to talk to my kid meaning I don't want them to use so many big words that I can't follow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I get that. Or teach me. Teach me your lexicon. Yeah. (laughs) So let's get into it. Uh, Let's get into this. 
I actually don't have a ton of what the fucks for this. Neither do I. There's a few. But, you know, a lot of them are just like movie what the fucks of like this doesn't make sense. But it's clearly just like a movie thing. Sure. Um, You know, like where they like are on the ice for like two seconds and then they'll be like, let's call it a day. And it's like, no, you've got like four more hours, but okay. Right. <laughs> I think that's just movie um, things. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was like a scene that I think we were missing with um, uh, after Mia sees them fun skating. We never get mm-hmm. a scene where she like realizes that she's been an asshole, like a, the biggest asshole. And um, we just go straight to the scene where she kind of brushes off Leslie. And I'm like, I feel like I feel like I, I needed that scene where Mia says sorry, you know? Yeah. Well, it, I do find that part of the movie like the most rushed because we are missing that scene. And then we get this like sort of weirdo scene where Leslie is fired like mid practice when she shows up. Like, right. it's sort of like, oh, we forgot to fire you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. She, they get, they kind of ghosted her. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, it was. They're like, you can pack your stuff and go now. Like you know, like it just it was just a weird moment. Mm-hmm. Um. So I guess okay. I I would like to talk about Leslie because this is the part that I actually do have a little bit of a what the fuck for. Great. So they're preparing for regionals. Um, which I, I don't know skating like level of competition. So sure, regionals, I'm not gonna quibble. But I'm assuming it's regionals in like a pretty large region. It said like the like, Midwest. Maybe, like, yeah, right. Um, and I assume there's a decent amount of people who feel that they can participate in that and like maybe have a you know, a way of getting there and and there are other regions and blah, blah, blah. I found it improbable that a coach with what seemed to be a reputation like Leslie's, that I got the impression she is a, like, I can potentially get your skater to the Olympics kind of coach, is available, like, two weeks before regionals to sure. take on a new skater like that true um yeah that crossed my mind i also was like if she but but i also thought since she's such a dick i'm not surprised i'm sure that there's some kind of level of yeah she's great but i don't really want to work with her <laughs> yeah okay i mean like that i would buy but i feel like i don't know it it just felt strange to me that like she was available, and, and even the fact that Spencer was available because he's only there like a month before regional. Not a lot of prep time. Well, you know, like I feel like it would be the kind of thing where you'd like get your, you're like, I think this is something we're gonna try to do. Let's get our coach and train for a year, right? You know, whatever. Well, this is Hallmark time, so things happen We as in three weeks away or whatever. Um, but I also feel like Spencer wasn't like a name yet. Like he was sort of like he 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 had like coaching experience, but not like a whole lot, you know? Well, I which I totally like I get, but I'm sort of surprised that he hadn't like found like somebody who was willing to like take a chance on him 
wherever he was. Sure. To be like, I think this, you know, like, I was sort of surprised he hadn't himself been like, I think this girl can go all the way. Let's almost reverse engineer himself into a coaching position. Sure. But, you know, especially like, because the way they posit it is that like Nikki has been to other competitions and like is on the like short list of like girls, up and coming girls to watch. Yeah. And you would think that there's like a like stable of coaches, I guess is the only way I'm going to know how to say it, who are like looking for those kids. Yeah, I, I yeah, definitely. I kind of feel like making it regionals was a mistake where I think just making it state would have made more sense kind of at this point, mm-hmm. you know, because I feel like what's after regionals, nationals or like right. or and, some kind or of an other... Olympic trials. You yeah. Know, like... Yeah. But it all has to go by so fast. And this swizzle ice rink is where stars <laughs> are made in Lakeside, right. Michigan right. or whatever. <laughs> right. I like what there was an oh i was like why am i putting a different movie in my head that these things are happening it's cuz there's a it was just a hallmark movies now movie i don't think they ever uh they didn't air it that i watched that was new this year or the, 2023 i guess um where they are like they it's the same idea except they're going to tear down the ice rink and they have to go save the ice rink um Olympic people came out of this? Are you really? Okay. <laughs> I know. We've got to start somewhere. I don't understand how people are excellent anywhere. You know what I mean? People don't necessarily have to live in New York or LA or, or anywhere just to, to be to make names for themselves. Um, really what I was right. thinking of is like, it's, it's January. It's the yoga with Adrian 30 days of yoga. And I'm thinking about this, this woman who built an empire in her house in Austin, Texas. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's right. so cool. Like, and so right. I, but it's, people have but to it train is a, somewhere. a medium, right. It is a medium that she can do that. Whereas like, she can't, well, like, I feel like, um, like gymnastics i know i know a little bit more about gymnastics not a lot but a little bit more in that like yeah you do your gymnastics wherever you live blah 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 and then at some point if you are good enough and you're truly training for like the olympics you move yeah i guess you're to the place that has the coaches and has the facility you know like the good yeah the good stuff you go to the gym the gym doesn't come to you you go to the gym I mean, that's fair, but then there's always the underdog stories. So that's the movie. We're getting back into the movies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's true. But, um, you know, I didn't feel like Nikki was an underdog by any means. No, 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 no. No. But I think you're right that, like, this place was made out to be, like, a state-of-the-art factory for Olympic-level skaters, but not real. But it doesn't yeah, seem it, like it should it be. Looks- it looked less impressive than the ice skating rink that I went to a few times as a kid because we didn't really go very often at the college. I thought the outside <laughs> did. It was very, like, triumphant looking. <laughs> was it? I thought so. I thought it looked like a civic – like a, like a civic building. A civic center. Okay. Yeah. Huh. I have just one what the fuck. Okay. Um. So when Nikki is – 
has gotten an interview with this reporter um, before before Emily decides that she's going to compete again or whatever. She um, she's just like out there helping Nikki and Spencer, and um, Nikki's going to have this interview with this reporter person. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Emily like skates up and goes, "Oh, look, all these people are here. Cool beans. Like, yeah, we're getting into it." And then she starts doing all of these fancy moves right in front of the reporter. And I was like, "What the fuck are you doing? Like, you're just like, I'm going to have fun and do all these like really great things right in front of this reporter." And and it I felt it felt a little bit weird that she would do that. Because A, Nikki was about to kind of do her thing and B, like she knew who this reporter was and like, and this whole time she's been flippant about going back to skating. She just loves to skate. So it felt like a little show-off-y to me. Fair. Fair. I mean, there's a lot of stuff about her, like choices that are very strange to me. Mm. Um, You know, like... Yeah, okay, she doesn't want to go back to, like, I get the impression that she doesn't want to go back to professional skating specifically because of Leslie and the coaching issue, Which you, you know, totally like, not totally empathize with. I totally understand. That. Sure. I, I actually have no problem whatsoever. But the the fact that she loves skating this much, but, like, hasn't made something like coaching or something a career is sort of surprising to me. Mm, yeah. Like you would think like this would not be an issue for her, especially if she's just, if she's doing like the little kids, like, you know, why does she have this cafe job still? Like, I mean, I know her like surrogate mom owns it, but like, is, I don't know. It just felt strange. It's yeah. like a strange choice that this is what she's doing with her life that she like is hiding from skating in the way that she is, but she's like, also training you know it was like pick a lane I don't care what the lane is but just like either give it up or don't but I feel like if you're gonna spend all your time there make it a career and if you're not then don't you know like but like trying to do both is weird um nobody should be getting up at 5 a.m just to ice skate before work you know just for fun just for fun right and like you know like and it was sort of like she had like oh, I'll just teach this class randomly kind of income. I mean, okay, my real what the fuck about this movie is everybody's income. <laughs> Everybody. Um, because, you know, like, at least they do address, like, she can't take time off work in order to train because she doesn't have a sponsor. And I'm like, okay, that's something. Um, but, like, who is paying Spencer? Because she's not paying Spencer. No. No. <laughs> and he gives up Nikki, like, what is Spencer doing? He's got this apartment or the whatever, makes no. her dinner. And yeah, yeah, I completely understand. <laughs> like, maybe that's like, where the fundraiser's going to? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, but I thought the fundraiser was to support her, like, living situation while she was training. I just, like, you know, it was the kind of thing where I was like, I don't understand what is happening and like how these people are making any money. And even if Spencer was making money off of Nikki, I don't think he's making, you know, I'm just going to pull out a low number, 50 grand a year. Yeah. Off of just Nikki. Like, I don't think that's happening. So I'm like, he only has one skater. Like how, how is this happening? I, 
I have no idea. I'm not going to think about it too much. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) But you have a lot of, you raise a lot of good points as usual, Hannah. Yeah, that that was my like major, like, I don't understand money, but that's, you know, I I never understand money. Um, uh, Oh, there's one more thing that I really need to point out. Um, because uh, Andrew Walker's character, Spencer, has a huge red flag to me in this movie. Okay. He initially says he doesn't like grilled cheese. Right? That was a weird (laughs) moment. He said he's, like, not really a grilled cheese person, and then he was like, this is delicious. I'm like, how do you not like grilled cheese unless you're lactose intolerant or celiac? You know what I mean? (laughs) Right. And, like, and I feel like even... Then you still like grilled cheese. You just can't eat it. <laughs> True. Nobody doesn't like grilled cheese. Where did that even come from? And then it went nowhere. It was like, what was that about? I feel like there was more to that story that they cut. Yeah. Like, it was, it was, it was so weird. I was like, I, like, if somebody, like, if I was like, hmm, maybe into this person and they were like, I don't like grilled cheese. I was like, I don't, I don't know if we're going to get along though. <laughs> like, this is, this is, I, I question a lot of your choices already just based on that alone (laughs) i mean it's i have met people in my life that don't like chocolate and i feel kind of similar to that where i can kind of understand maybe where they're coming from but not but no but no yeah yeah like i i've met one person in my life who was like i don't like cheese and i'm like no i'm just like like (laughs) I'm not, I'm not with you on this. Like, if you were like, you can be perfectly healthy and just eat blocks of cheese, I would not have a problem. Sure. (laughs) I mean, there are some foods where if I really thought about it, I'd be like, I don't enjoy eating this as much as other things. Like, I'm I'm, I'm starting to be better about figuring out what, what those things are. And then not eating them because I need to work on that. But grilled cheese is not one of those things. Yeah. Well, like I've been noticing recently that like I think ice cream makes me feel a little gross sometimes. Yeah. In certain quantities. And I'm thinking like, oh, my God, do I have to cut down on ice cream? Because I love ice cream. But it's not going to like it's an experiment I'm in process on. Sure. And at the also. It's not that I don't like it. It's that it it's the post eating it that is the problem. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I understand this. That's where my body goes. But what if I hurt now? <laughs> <laughs> it's like is is that temporary joy worth the temporary pain? I don't know. We're we're, we're trying to figure out what the balance is. Uh, but yes i i found i found andrew walker or spencer's dislike of grilled cheese or even claim that he disliked grilled cheese i was like either you come from someplace that is so deprived that somebody told you grilled cheese was something else or (laughs) like i really i'm very very concerned about you right um and, and i feel like I lean towards the second half because I also had, I was like, you don't seem to have any ethical qualms about what you're doing. And I feel like you should. 
and I think it's fine and I think it worked out okay, but I feel like, you know, even being age appropriate, like dating your student is. Mm. Well, but this, this is okay. So I guess we're getting into some what the fucky things, that, like for real. She mm-hmm. wasn't going to be his student. He convinced her to be his student. And she, and right. the thing about Emily also is that I'm surprised that she felt like she wanted to compete considering how close she is with Nikki. Like, think in the real world, I don't think Nikki would have, like, I wouldn't have been so, yeah, bring it on. Let's have a friendly competition. I'm not a competitive person, but if like a person that I looked up to, like, okay, let's say I was, I was in the same theater as fucking Meryl Streep and there was a role that Mm -hmm. I was up for or something or, and whatever. And Meryl Streep came along and said, you know what? I think I'm going to audition for this too. I would be like, fuck you. No. (laughs) Yeah. It's my, Yeah. (laughs) You know, they right. be going out for the same roles, me and Meryl, of course. But, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. I feel like that was a big what the fuck for me. I'm like, what? Really? I don't know. You know, I, 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 I understand that. And I understand what the movie was doing with her. Like, yeah, be, having you there makes me better. You know, I have to beat you kind of deal. Like, I, I understood that. Uh, that part, you know, doesn't really bother me but and and yes I hear you know she wasn't going to be his student trainee whatever um but it definitely felt like he like they were doing their little flirty thing and then she she was like okay I'm gonna train with you and not that she stopped but she sort of like took a step back from it and mm-hmm. he was like no 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 we're still doing our little flirty thing though i'm going to i i'm still pushing for us to have a romantic relationship and i was like and and i appreciated that they waited until after the competition was over but it did feel a little like stop guys like yeah really like put this on the back burner like way harder please true <laughs> true <laughs> i mean i i guess so i i don't know i think i'm just kind of used to uh well i did marry a guy who was my boss so um i guess i'm sort of <laughs> i think i'm okay with that relationship <laughs> if it's if it's um <laughs> consensual on both sides for real. um yeah and in going back to the Nikki competition it just goes to show to me how much self-confidence i have in my own abilities that <laughs> I don't like to compete with people because I'd be like, no, it's not going to be me then. You just do it. Um, which is down. Well, therapy. I, yeah. Yeah. You you have roles. Thank you. You did it. I did the you things. Do it. I do the things. Uh, should we go into Hallmark Hallmarks? Yes, let's do it. Okay. Uh, my first one was that we have a secondary parental figure romance. Yeah. Um, she used to be a thing, but she stopped doing the thing. Uh, Mom is dead and life is hard. Yes. <laughs> so hard. Um, she works at a cafe slash bakery slash diner. Uh, we have an overbearing sports mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to work together. Uh, we got Boomer Wisdom, hardcore. Sure. Hildy, Hildy was dishing it out like nobody's a business. Like from the first scene on, like totally. 
um, we have a moment where they're like, oh, no, they don't quite say we're not a couple, but they have to say that they're not a couple a few times. Yeah. Well, I, I did have a few things like he is like every time somebody's like, oh, no, they're just not together or they shouldn't. They're, you know, whatever. And he was like, why shouldn't we be together? <laughs> it was like a little bit of like, even if we were, sir. Even, yes. Even if we were, what business of it is yours? It's like, yeah, dude. Do like like telegraph to everyone how you're feeling. Right. Um <laughs> in a movie about competition, it's not all about the winning. It's not all about the winning. The last I didn't have a lot of them. Um the last one that I have is, is kind of a joke. I said, Would we consider Leslie Adams to be the rival blonde because she's a rival <laughs> coach? <laughs> Yeah, I have a couple more. Um, so I had money is not a real issue. Yeah. As we've talked about. And person is so much of a threat that they have to be taken out of competition by other means than competition. Mm, particularly good for ice skating. You know? Yeah. That, that's... Well, at least nobody nobody got their knees bashed in. No. Not this time. Maybe that was maybe that was the scene that was cut where Mia apologizes and <laughs> takes out everybody else at regionals. And your mom goes to jail. <laughs> I did it for you. Pretty parade. Um, pretty parade. Um, I only had one like little, or actually, I had two little notes. The first is that she has this pretty like blue green multicolor scarf that she wears a few times i liked it that was my only pretty parade was her striped tealy scarf um i i like it a lot too yeah um and the other i put it here because i didn't know where else to put it um i actually rewound because i was like so like wait what nikki's short program dress of, or outfit I, for a second, I thought that um, Emily just wore it for her free skate. She didn't, but it's made out of the same fabric. Oh, how funny. <gasps> and funny. I was like, I see you, costume designer. I see you. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been an anti for me. I didn't it even is... write it down, but the anti was um, Emily's first skate, the blue one, I thought was so ugly. Mm -hmm. It just it looked like it was a little bit juvenile and didn't fit her I mean, right it does it does look juvenile i the thing about like i feel like ice skating outfits either are awesome or i'm just like i hate this those are like i i rarely am in the like middle fair like i still think about that olympics uh i don't remember which one where it was the like the youngest ever figure skater um, from Russia, who was found to be doping. They didn't kick her out, but I think they might have stripped her medal. I don't remember. But she had this, like, fur-lined red coat skating outfit, and I was like, this is the most adorable thing I've ever seen in the entire world, and where can I get one? <laughs> wow. I haven't watched the Olympics in so long, and I miss it. Like, I love the Olympics. Like, I, I used to watch it, like, constantly and then it got harder to do at work but I used to have it like on my computer in like a little yeah. the bottom and just be like I'm just watching things as they happen because it's always a weird time zone <laughs> um <laughs> anyway um I didn't have any across the universe did you no and I didn't have any new and noteworthy okay my new and noteworthy 
was I actually appreciated that Emily did ask Nikki about her feelings on joining the competition before she agreed to it. That's true. That was pretty noteworthy. Very um, above board. Like, I, I, I felt like, you know what? That's, you don't see that very often. Usually it's, like, weird and underhanded. And, like, this was, like, very, like, no. Like, I, I care about this person and I'm going to get their feelings on it. Yeah. Sweet. I agree. Um, supporting shout out. Um, I am giving it to Hildy. Specifically for when she is, quote unquote, asking for donations for Emily, because it is very, very much not an ask. <laughs> yeah. Get it. I loved that donation bucket that was filled with $1 bills. How far is that <laughs> going to get you? <laughs> with $1? Oh. What? It should there probably a lot be filled of... with 50s. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, like when she got the sponsorship deal, it's sort of like, okay, now, yeah. now you can do things. But I'm not 100% she even got it. So whatever. Yeah, they kind of dropped that, didn't they? The yeah, they, they like sun... didn't finish that storyline. That he, like, he was told she quit and then he disappeared forever. But whatever. Yeah. It's fine. Um, I also said Hildy. I love how she's no nonsense. I love that she's just like, yeah, she has, she has a thing. I love her be love like her love storyline with the, the guy who runs the ice skating rink. I also just really love that actress. Um, a big Waiting for Guffman fan here. <laughs> uh, she plays Eugene Levy's uh, wife in, in, in that movie. Um, anyway, so yes, go Hildy. Yeah. Kiss meter. Okay. I gave it an eight, which I feel like is a bit high, um, but I was just really happy that it didn't happen during the competition at the end of the competition, that there was no kiss, which I feel like lesser movies would have done. Um, it was in private and it looked like they had a good time. It just looked a little bit awkward. Like it was like a, we're going to skate here, then we're going to kiss now. And then they had practice, which I was like... <laughs> After I kiss you, that's not the working out that I want to do. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, how about you, Hannah? All right, um, I, I'm on the same kind of wavelength as you. I gave it a seven because I said I greatly appreciated them waiting until they got back to their own rank and they were by themselves. Like that yeah. was that that gets a lot of points. I just wish it was filmed better because I felt like it was filmed directly at her back. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't tell if it was a fun kiss, actually. You know, no. it was like, I was like, you know, rotate the camera, pull in, tell me if they're like kissing or if they're like just touching foreheads or something. I <laughs> like I can't tell the difference at this angle. <laughs> and, yeah, um, it was weird. You know, I, I feel like it emotionally I was there for it. Practically, I needed some more. 100% agree. Average 7.5. <laughs> so, Hannah, would you watch this movie? You know, I think it's pretty cute. Um, so, sure. Like, I don't, you know, it's not a, like, run out right now movie. But it's, you know, if you're looking for your, like, a winter rom-com, like, it was cute enough. It's, like, it's cute. Yeah. It's where I land on it. It's cute. I agree. And especially since we don't have Winterfest this year, kind of. We haven't um, had it for the past few years. Um, well, we haven't. Like, this season doesn't have winter movies. 
That's true. Um, That's true. It seems like it's it's not really happening, which is whatever. But um, I thought this one was really cute. I think it, I, I feel like it doesn't get to your point from the beginning. I feel like it doesn't get aired that often, maybe because it's not super Hallmark Hallmarky. Um, mm. It's not. It, it, it. But I loved her character in that she was I just really enjoyed how um kind of not how relaxed she was and like you know she didn't mm-hmm. really want to compete and then when she wanted to compete it wasn't this like big decision it was a she was fully confident in herself and her abilities um which yeah. I think is um usually we have the neurotic like oh my god should I no I can't possibly my mom is dead but it just felt like it was a bit more <laughs> of a I don't know, kind of an easy, joyful return than something that was hard, which mm-hmm. doesn't always happen in these. Yeah. And I felt like there wasn't a ton of, um, like, we don't, like, it was just like a slow build to them being together as opposed yeah. to, like, we have a huge conflict. And it was like, they had some conflicts, but they, like, talked them out. Yeah. You know? There wasn't a stupid, like thing thrown in that made no sense and people were mad for no reason you know right you know like she she was like i'll quit like this is not worth it and then he would be like no don't do that and here's why <laughs> and she'd be like hmm, okay i you take your point. points yeah yeah you know like it was sort of like and and i felt like it was it, and and that was on both sides of like him being like okay i i hear you you can't afford this I'm going to throw you a fundraiser. Okay, yeah. I hear you. Like, this is the emotional thing you need. I'm getting you a red daisy. You, you know, like, it sort of, like... Yeah. You know, they, I felt like they both hurt each other pretty well. I agree with this. So, yeah, I recommend it. It's yeah. cute. Yeah. Um. So, thanks, everybody, for joining us on this ice skating journey. Um, and make sure you're following us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. One kiss means forever, where the one and the four are numerals. We'll try to live tweet things as much as possible as the new movies come out, uh, especially in February. We've really got to. We, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna try to do our best for February. <laughs> yes, <the> <laughs> we are. Because if you know what's happening on Hallmark in February, and you know Hannah and I at all, uh, you will Hannah and me. At I all. feel like. At some point, like we're we're not going to do it live, so I feel like we can say this now. I feel like we're going to just have to do like a Austin Autumn or something. <laughs> Twist my arm. Um, if you have any uh, pictures of your favorite ice skating outfits that you feel like you want to email us for whatever reason, you can email us at onekissmeansforever at gmail.com. And that's all spelled out like it is on our logo. Um, and thank you as always to Flint Pastures for our intro outro music. His stuff's on Apple Music, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And we'll see you in a couple weeks. Uh, it's almost February. And we're going to. February. We have a surprise for February. I'm yes, excited. we do. <laughs> our own love you, Wary. Our own love you, Wary. I don't know how mm. other people will feel about it, but I feel like it's our it's it's love to us. It's it's love yourself, you Wary. Love yourself, you Wary. Love the things you are, you weary. This is our fucking podcast, you weary. So I don't care if you're listening to us or not. We're going to have fun with this shit. So (laughs) we're just going to go bananas. All right. See ya. Bye. Bye.
Yes. Though, have you seen the Anne Hathaway 